Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi podcast where two black millennials recap every episode of Degrassi from junior high to next class. Because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's jump in. We're back. We're... (laughs) Big chat again. Back. Sorry, I I, I wasn't okay. looking at you. I didn't realize you were haunting. We're back. We're back, everyone. Wow, we are back. Yep. How many are we now? Like three for three. I think we're. I think we're solid. Let's see. Are we officially in the habit territory? Like after twenty one days, I think we are. I think so. I think at this point, Apple podcast has gone back to like weekly podcast probably (laughs) i felt really called out when i noticed that they were doing that for podcasts because my other one we die first we've been like pretty much we're actually we're planning on coming back but similar to this podcast everything that's been going on we had to take a break but you know easing back into podcast stuff but i felt very called back called out when i checked it and it was like bi-weekly or like monthly i was like um excuse me you're not wrong, but like, mind your business. Mind your business. <laughs> Just mind your business. Just mind your business. <laughs> Lauren, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Um, I don't know. I did not sleep well last night. I think I Aww. had, I, but I also think I'm like, am I hungover? <laughs> like, is this an accident? I'm hungover. This bitch hungover. I also think Talking it's like, I didn't sleep well. <laughs> it's like I let's see, we're recording morning for me, and I I think I like got like five hours of sleep. And so if I like drink the night before, I mean I was just I didn't even drink that many Moscow meals, like maybe three. But if I mm-hmm. um if I don't sleep well, like after drinking, then I like if I wake up kind of before eight hours i'm like oh the hangover symptoms are hitting that's not normal. that makes sense though that's happened to me where i've like i've been drinking and then i woke up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and i felt hungover but then once i actually woke up in the morning i felt fine it was like i was getting hangover yeah. symptoms but like otherwise i would have missed it because i was asleep yes exactly so yeah. other than that i'm doing well um let's see yeah, I had a long weekend this past weekend, so that was nice. Nice to ease Ooh, into nice. the week. I love that. Yeah, but otherwise I'm doing good. How about you, Sonique? I'm doing okay. Um, this weekend, I went down to Maryland to do some wedding stuff. Um, got my dress-ish. Like, it's still there, but it has to get, like, steamed. Right. But otherwise, it fits and it's ready to go. Um, and celebrated my sister's birthday, which was fun. We went out for brunch Aww. in DC. Where'd you yes. guys go? Um, this place called Delena. Yeah, it's like new. You you wouldn't have. Seen. Yeah, it was not here, not there when you were living in <laughs> the states. But um, I don't know if you do this when someone like references someone some place like in DC or Maryland. I'm like, oh, where? <laughs> Even though I haven't like lived there consistently in so long. Like, no, okay. that's that's fair. I think it's a very natural thing to do. Um, but it was a really good brunch spot. If you are a listener who lives in the D.C. metro era, area, hit up Delena. It's really tasty. Um, I had fun, and I got home yesterday, and now I'm good. Um, Queen of England's dead. Um, couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> Sorry rest to our Commonwealth listeners, but um, rest in piss. 
Um, rest in pieces. <laughs> rest in pieces, you fucking colonizer. Anyway, <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. I, I had a feel. I had a fun on Twitter this weekend. Um, I didn't really hit so many jokes, but I loved reading the jokes. They were fun. I loved seeing. I mean, white people being mad about it and being like, "Do you guys know what the British royal family has done to like most of the I world?" Know. Like, <laughs> like, golly. excuse me, I'm not sad. Like. I'm not actively rejoicing, but, like, <laughs> I'm going to laugh at jokes. <laughs> exactly. Also, I don't know. Every Everyone loves to, like, publicly mourn celebrities as if they're, like, our family. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Also, the thing is, I don't mind people publicly mourning celebrities, but the reality is that most celebrities are just celebrities. This is someone who's a part of a legacy that really harmed millions upon millions of people so like yeah, yeah i just don't feel bad very funny seeing british people being like oh like how would you feel if we we're doing that over your president it's like do you not see us actively waiting for trump to die from COVID exactly. on twitter Even like literally <laughs> america's got the dog in us like don't ask us about <laughs> yeah and Decoral, also like okay? <laughs> we don't have fucking like we're i mean no president is alive from back when we were doing terrible things as America, Cotillie's still doing, still doing terrible things, but like they're imagine- all war from criminals. It's more of a concern. So like either way, if, if a president dies, I'm like a war criminal die. I'm still exactly. even the ones I like. Even God forbid, Jimmy Jimmy Carter, who is like probably the alive. least awful of all of them, he is still alive. He has cancer. It might have gone remission. This man is alive still. He's still kicking. But, like, um, at least I'm pretty sure he's alive. I feel like I would have definitely heard that Jimmy Carter had died. Um, But even him, even he can get the smoke. (laughs) Exactly. Obama, afraid he can get the smoke, too. (laughs) Listen, we're going to be like, look at him. He, look look, look at the black people. And then we're going to be like, but you still a war criminal with those damn drone strikes, Obama. strikes. Yeah. (laughs) We won't forget. I ain't fail the drone strikes. I don't care how blackity black you are. You can still be black and be behind drone strikes. So. Exactly. Congrat. Look at the progress. Like uh, a, a black president that's, can still fuck up. I know. That's representation is that a, a <laughs> black man can now be, a, a, a you know, an agent of, of American imperialism. Look at that. L- literally. <laughs> Martin's, Martin's dream came alive. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, that's it true. That's true um, equality, you know. That's equality that black people mm-hmm. can do bad things too. Mm-hmm. Yay. We're doing great. Anyway, um, so fuck those people. Anyway, um, that's not what we're here for. We're here for Degrassi. And you know who's not a war criminal? Our lovely Our listeners. listeners. <laughs> as far as I know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, well, uh, they're not they're not giving uh, war criminal activity so far. Um, so okay. I think- I think we're doing not, okay. It's not giving war criminal. <laughs> <laughs> so I think um, we're clear. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we got lots of comments on our posts from last week's episode. So I'm going to give some shouts for that. Um, Tanny underscore May said, how y'all were talking about old crushes being triggered is how I think about Ellie slash Stacy uh, to this day. From the time she gets on the show until she's off it until she's off it lol my crush on her comes back in full force especially in this episode 
Mind you, when Degrassi was on, I was still in my, I'm as straight as they come era, (laughs) but (laughs) would basically have a mental breakdown if I missed South of Nowhere. So do with that what you will. (laughs) LMAO. Uh, Amazing. I love that. Um, And we got a uh, Greg Despair. Someone replied and said, I remember season five and season six. I would be glued to the TV for Degrassi, The Next Generation, and South of Nowhere. Best shows. Truly. Those are some of Noggin's best. Um, And and they were saying like, oh, yes, I wish they put South of Nowhere on YouTube, which would be be amazing. I would rewatch mm-hmm. it a few years ago if someone's um if some sorry I'm getting to the next screenshot if someone's Google Drive oh I had to rewatch it a few years ago using someone's Google Drive they posted on Tumblr Tanny May that is dedication wow. we'd love to see it that's such a Tumblr thing <laughs> very much so <laughs> Um, we got a comment from September uh, saying that got a jet is from Jimmy Neutron. Oh my God. It totally is. <laughs> Listen, and you know, Jimmy who's Neutron got is... a big, you know, who's got a big ass head like Jimmy Neutron? Who? Peter. Oh my God. Peter got Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> you don't got Jimmy <laughs> Neutron's brain. That's for sure. Jesus. He does not. He does not. And unfortunately features very heavily. Mm-hmm. Ugh. In the coming in the coming episodes. Um Blech. And then we got a comment from Senior Gots, uh or SR Gots. After Craig after everything Craig did up to this point, I can't understand why anyone is fighting for him. And you know, that's rational. That is a rational thought. That's a rational thought, but that's a thought of someone who clearly isn't horny for craig like you're not yeah. wrong but like when uh-huh. you're horny for craig the the, the it's just different yeah we should so, have merch say horny for craig <laughs> horny for craig um <laughs> sr gots i would i would recommend let us know are you currently re-watching season five because or who is who was your crush on degrassi let us know We'd love to. Mm, yes, love let to us know. You. I would love to talk to Grassy Crushes. Oh, ooh, yeah, that would be yeah. fun. I'd love to talk about that. Um, okay, so we got a few DMs. So we got we got one DM um, from. They actually commented and then let us know to check our DMs. It's Kona Taka Y Games. I definitely said that right. So. <laughs> <laughs> um oh Konatas Kawai is their name. Okay. So they sent us a screenshot. So I and I've actually done some investigating of this as well. Um because okay. I was talking about it with a friend. Okay, so last week we were talking about our TV crushes and you brought up the very handsome uh guy from Ten Things I Hate About You and Moesha. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so his name is Andrew Keegan. Okay, I love that. Yes. So uh, our listener sent us a screenshot and then some details. They said, 
uh, this guy, Andrew Keegan. I'm 35, soon... Wait. Oh, I'm 35, and as soon as y'all described him, I knew who he was, so here you go. (laughs) (laughs) I just rewatched Moesha. Oh, my real name is Jamie Ray, by the way, so thank you for clarifying. But yeah, we were all drooling over Andrew. Thanks for keeping company as I do Uber Eats Friday through Sunday. Also, um, oh, so this is a clarification. They said that got a jet is not got a jet. It's got a blast from Jimmy Neutron. Ah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Because he's like, um, he's like a fucking like space nerd. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, oh, because he's like brain blast. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's all coming back to me now. It's all coming back to me. Mm -hmm. You're right, you're right, you're right. Oh, God. Okay, so... uh, Jamie Ray said, okay, now that I'm waiting on Chick-fil-A, on a Chick-fil-A order to deliver, sorry if I spelled it wrong, I don't eat at the LGBT haters franchise because they're an Uber Uber Eats driver. Um, I wanted to ask if you watched any of Peter's girlfriend, oh, sorry, GF, Peter's GFCW spinoffs. I'm not sure what GF stands for. I don't, girlfriend? Girlfriend. I don't know. But uh, I guess they're just referring to CW. So I tried Vampire Diaries multiple times and fall asleep. I keep hearing it's so good, but I never got into it. For Mia, as... Sorry, I think there's some typos. As far as Darcy, I loved... I watched 90210 and loved it. Mac Wilds was on there, and I had a huge crush on him. I also remember the extreme bipolar plot of 90210 did, except it was on a girl with bipolar, and it gave very much Craig and Ashley when Craig trashed the hotel. Def recommend 90210. Unfortunately, I can't recall much Darcy, much of what Darcy did. I need to rewatch. And that is from Miss J. Murray. Thank you. I actually haven't. Um, I never really ventured much into the CW shows, so mm-hmm. I, I I'm aware obviously that Nina Dobrev is was on the Vampire Diaries, and that right. Sinead Grimes was also nine hundred two and oh, but I just didn't watch them. I think I just was like, I was so deep into like I was so Degrassi pilled that I was like, there's no other show. Like I'm not right. like, I'm not watching them. I refuse to see them go on. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But you know what, maybe um, we should watch them at some point. I would watch them. Have you watched them? Well, you know I did. <laughs> of course I did. My vampire-loving self that I am. Ah, um, uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, I remember, but when I started watching Vampire Diaries, I had already stopped watching Degrassi at that point. So yeah. I never watched the era of Degrassi really with, ne- with Nina. Nia or Nina? Well, the actress's name is Nina, but yeah, yeah. Mia could, is the yeah. character. Ooh, right. that I can't wait to get to those episodes with you because um, they're a mess. Um, <laughs> well, at some point, I, yeah. I, I actually really hate that character. And if I'm not mistaken, I think just because they kind of just made her like the main person and it was very, like, I just didn't care about her. But anyway, we'll get, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. um, but thank you all so much for sending us your lovely messages for commenting as you know you can hit us up on instagram at ews pod if you have any other um opinions or questions or quips or anecdotes let us know 
But oh, I am sorry. And we just got one more while we're sitting here. And oh, it's an okay. interesting one. Um, so Miriam, aka Miss Emma, posted on Instagram a few days ago that she met up and caught up with Cassie Steele. And they posted on Instagram together. Oh, fun. That's exciting. Did they do yeah. like a live or something? Or was it like they just like took a picture? No, I also can't tell if this is a current picture or a past picture. It could it could go either way. Um, but Miriam just said, I was so happy to catch up today with this beauty. Maybe we will have some <gasps> maybe we will have something exciting for you guys one of these days. Until we get some what new photos. I feel, like, I feel like that means like a podcast. How much do you want to bet they start a podcast? I say this because like we are very much in the era of like people doing recap podcasts of yes. the shows they were on. Think Office Ladies. Pod Meets World is one I've been listening to with the cast of um, Boy Meets World has a podcast. Okay, I'll listen to that. Are you just learning this? Wow. I didn't tell you this? No. You know, I feel like I was like, oh, I'll tell Lauren. I just never did. Yeah, they have they have a podcast where they're list they're watching all the episodes, and it's with uh, Ryder Strong, <sighs> um, Ryder Strong, Will Friedle, who played Eric, and Danielle Fischel, who played Topanga, of course. And okay. it's, been, it's it's cute. They've had on different cast members. I listened to the episode today that had um, our girl Trina McGee, aka Angela, was on this week, <sighs> and I was living because she was just like. Spilling the tea about like, hey, you guys were kind of racist to me, and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, it's I'll good. It's a good, it's a good podcast. It's like not like the best podcast, but it's a nice one to like just kind of put on the background. It's like, oh, this is you know funny. I've been kind of watching okay. along a little bit, like watching episodes okay. of um, Women's World. All I have to say, we're very much in the era where a lot of people are are catching on to this, and I mm-hmm. would not be surprised if they. I feel like they would be like perfect, honestly, for like. A Degrassi yeah. recap, especially since they were, um, I think they are they obviously continue to still hang out and be friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. def. I think that would be a good podcast. Um, but I hope it's like a good one. I. It's a hit or miss with the former cast members doing the podcast um, because you got to talk about the nitty gritty that we want to talk about. I couldn't do Office Ladies because they were like I, too PR. They were okay. Like I don't want to trash other podcasts. Not like we're all in the but. same level as Office Ladies. We're not. But like, just generally, I'm like, ah, oh, you know. I feel like for the most part, when we've been on this podcast, we never like just talked about other podcasts, really. Right. But that podcast is so annoying. I tried when I found out about it. I was so excited. I was like, oh my god, I love The Office. I, I can't wait to hear from them. And they were like annoying to me. I don't. I don't know what it was. They graded on me in a way that I felt like. Mm-hmm was just I just I they were off putting it. I don't know why. And maybe it's because of like they were being too PRE or like too I don't know. I just, something about it just felt weird and I just was like I can't listen to this anymore. Yeah. I've I've <laughs> I felt the same way. And yeah, I, so I think and I think there's there's certain cuz there's been several like kind of like cast member recap shows right we've got the laguna beach one we've got office ladies i have yet to listen but i really want to listen to the girls next door one i've heard good things about that um but you've got for a podcast like that to be successful in my mind is you've got to like 
you've got to give something extra than like the BuzzFeed article behind the scenes. Like, yes, you know, like you've got to give us the nitty gritty and like tell us all the bullshit of like what was happening on set. Because that's what we want to hear. Like shit talking. It can literally just Mm -hmm. be like what I like about Pop Meets World because it's from a show that was so specific to an era. Mm -hmm. It's. They, they're speaking of an experience of being on a on like a sitcom in the 90s and like just during right. this period so they talk a lot about just like behind the scenes of just how things work that I think is really interesting because like you just I always wondered that watching it like how mm-hmm. you know just about like their journeys like auditioning to like just the inside jokes the how they did the filming the tapings and stuff it was just I think they, they provide something that's interesting that's not just like Okay, like when I, when I watched like um, Office Ladies, it literally was just like them telling me what happened in the episode, and I was like, "Well, I watched it. I want to. I want to hear you tell. Like, I listen to a recap yeah. with people from the show because I expect that you have an insider's point of view that a regular recap show doesn't have. Um, so mm-hmm. it's like you're just telling me what I'm watching, and I'm like, "Well, I know what I'm watching, but at least when I'm listening to a recap show of people who aren't the show, they give their own like opinions. They give they do their tangents. They do like jokes. Mm-hmm. Also, it's really hard to do a recap show about a show that's a comedy because it's like it's hard mm-hmm. to make jokes about things that are already jokes. Like, what do right. you do with that? You know, it's better to kind of talk about, in my opinion, shows like Degrassi where it's like it's super melodramatic. So you can have as much fun as you want because it's so like yeah. absurd versus like, I don't know, someone trying to recap like especially a show like the, like the Office that was so like very much straight comedy. It's like. What is there to say? But anyway, I digress. <laughs> Shall we jump into this episode? Because the yes. o- listen, the office ladies—they not listen to this podcast. Unfortunately, they're missing out. They li- listen. Last thing I'll say is that office ladies is giving like industry plant like any <laughs> any podcast that's like we're winning an iHeartRadio ne- podcast award. I'm like, oh god, here we go. Yeah, they're never that good. I'm sorry. We're, we're like we're the we're podcast bad girls. Like we're like indie. Like. Eh. Like, we say what we want. Yeah. <laughs> Molly and Nicole just let us say whatever we want. <laughs> Maybe listen, they don't know what we're saying ever. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's punk. We'll be right back after a quick break. We watched uh, part one and part two of Turned Out. Turned Out. In part one, Liberty and JT are back together looking to buy an apartment, but with no income. JT resorts to stealing and selling drugs to a dealer. Meanwhile, Emma, tired Emma tired of being a third wheel to Manny and Craig, decides to go on a date with Derek, but she really wants to be with Peter. Um, trigger warning for both, ep- I guess more for part two, but for suicide so I, I forgot that that happened. I was like, oh, wait. Like, yeah, because they barely sprinkled it in there. They just, like, drop that little... It, it's little, weird. It's <laughs> one line at the end. I was like... Cause I, was, I I think because it was so sparse at the end, I walked with just thinking, like, oh, that was, like, an accidental, like, he was trying to party and, like, fucked up. Right? And I was like, wait. Oh, my God. Like, oh, no. It's an actual yeah. let's, let's We can talk about this, like, more. <laughs> it's, it's, it's strange, to say the least. Yeah, it's very strange, especially since it's our first in Degrassi. 
Mm-hmm. Next gen. Mm-hmm. Right? I believe so. Yeah. Huh. Guess, okay. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll get there. Um, in our cold open, JT and Liberty are meeting with Miss Sauvey. Um, she's been helping them plan for what they're planning to do for this baby because um, Liberty is six months pregnant and still hasn't told her family um, except for her brother, Danny. Um, abortion at this point is obviously off the table. I love she reminds us of that. I'm like, girl, we know. <laughs> it's six months. Like, it's, yeah. it's been off the table. <laughs> like, that, yeah. that, that ship has sailed. Uh, um, abortion's off the table. And Liberty is, is is very much, you know, ready to take the carry the baby to term. But JT and Liberty are split over adoption, where JT is like, let's do it. And, and Liberty is just not having it. So it's very clear that they have a lot more talking to do. Very much so. Yeah. Um, and I'm on Team JT in this argument because I'm like, you guys don't. Considering that, like, literally you hit a pregnancy, you're not ready to have a baby. If you. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, you're not I, ready. Like, this is a bad idea. Yeah. I think it's very much like. Um. Liberty is kind of in a weird denial stage and not mm-hmm. really a full acceptance of her reality. And not at all. I think I think also JT is in a kind of in a weird spot himself that kind of comes out of nowhere, it seems, in <laughs> these episodes where it's like he's kind of with it and together, and then all of a sudden it just like has a drastic shift. Um which, uh, I mean, he also has very drastic circumstances in his life right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's very much like JT was kind of like the together one. Liberty is in La La Land. And then the shift happens. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's definitely a lot of... I mean, they're handling it like teenagers. Exactly. That's <laughs> the reality. It's like they're... Exactly not equipped to deal with this but are overconfident well liberty at least at this point is overconfident in her ability to take on this thing it's like Uh i don't think you can um but in our first scene jt is at a tv station apparently he stars in a children's tv show where he does like arts and crafts and shit it's very zoom yes oh my god (laughs) come on and zoom come on and zoom Zoom, 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 zoom. Yes, I remember. Do I remember Zoom, bitch? I used to write into Zoom. I'm like, oh, I have a recipe for you. I have a recipe for you. Come on. Like, oh god, um, I love that show. What was the? What was the? I used to, Boston Mass. Oh, two, one, three, four. Send it to Zoom. I remember. I I know the zip code to Boston. Shit. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, I was obsessed with that show. Like, all yeah, all their crafts and recipes and all their like jumping. It was like kind of like an all that, but for like <laughs> for PBS. But it was like for for crafty kids. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was they would do like skits like Fanny Dooley loves to blank and hates yeah. this. Why do you think? I never fucking figured out the. They always like were like, if you know the secret to Fanny Dooley, I was like, I don't get it. Like, what the fuck is her deal? <laughs> I never, to this day, if, okay, listener, if anyone knows what Fanny Deal situation was, can you tell me? Because it's like, Fanny Dooley loves ketchup but hates tomatoes. Why do you think that is? I'm like, I don't, she's a fucking dumb bitch. I don't get it. Like, it's the same thing. Like, I... <laughs> Listen, they were, they were really 
coming with those riddles for the smart kids that had different thinking. That's all I'm saying. But not for me. I was I was <laughs> sitting there like I was racking my little first grade brain. Like I do not get like I was like this must be for older kids because I'm not getting this shit. I'm too young for this. Um, I'm willing to accept um, that I'm ill-equipped to handle something like Liberty. I'm like, I just don't have the bandwidth. I am six, okay? I, just, I can't deal. <laughs> um, but Toby surprises uh, JT on set. Uh, they're just going to see a movie, but JT's like, uh-oh, I forgot. Like, sorry, honey. Classic and- <laughs> Toby being forgotten always. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Um, but JD's got two jobs and a pregnant ex-girlfriend, so he's busy. Um, JT mentions the whole adoption thing to Toby, and JT is, and I'm like, he's not really wrong, but of course, Liberty should be on board. So, you know, he kind of just reiterates to, because Toby's duty in the show is just to be told what we've already seen. Yeah. Basically. Like, Instead of doing, like, last week on Degrassi, they just have Toby come into a scene. <laughs> yeah, just, like, remind <laughs> us what's going on here. Um, this is just spit out some exposition and he like fucks off somewhere. Like who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, at the dot, Emma walks in on Craig and Manny. Um, and do they fuck in Manny's bed? Because she's like, oh, like I tell you to get a room, but uh, you're already using my, or like that's my room. And Manny's like, oh, it's all yours tonight. Or like, we'll need it tonight. I'm like, are you guys fucking in Emma's bed? Oh my god! I mean, Craig's got a, Craig has a bed and also a whole a whole garage where you lost your virginity, Manny. You just go back to that fucking couch. I know, like it's heated now. Uh, this is if I was Emma, right? I would be like Manny. Maybe take it slow. You and Craig have some not so great history. Um, maybe. Let's let's take care of our feelings. Let's let's be cautious. Um, but no, Emma is not that good friend, as we've seen before. No, I mean, yeah, she. I mean, we find that Emma is not being a good friend at all. But it's like they're they're fully just in their little their little relationship. They invite her to come out with them that night, but she's like. I don't want your third wheel, which understandable. I don't think there's anything wrong with being like going with your friend and their boyfriend, but the way that Emma, that Manny and Craig act, I would not go with them because they're all like lovey dovey and kissy wissy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I'm not doing that. So, um, JT's at work at the pharmacy. Um, he's stocking diapers because, as you know, in TV shows, whenever someone has an unwanted pregnancy, all they can see is baby shit all the time. It's just yeah. like diapers and, yeah. and the condoms they wish they had used, you know, everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's stocking the diapers and Jay shows up. And I love Jay so much because Jay is supposed to be this, like menacing bad boy, but there's something scary about him. He's the least no. scary person. Like, it's like if Toby came through and was like, hey, you want money? I'm like, if you don't get away from me, like, get the fuck it's- away from me. <laughs> And I also feel like this season, especially, I was like, oh, he like cleaned up well. Like he's like looking more refined. This he's got a dirty ass well. hat off. Oh, you're right. Mm. And he's that like one in nice backwards cap. He's in he's in decent, you know, fluorescent lighting. Um, we can see his <laughs> his his nice skin and flowy hair. I'm like, okay, Jay. All right. Yeah, I think at this point I was also like, oh my god, Jay's like cute. Mm-hmm. I, this is also a period of time in my life. So this was this was this ep- these episodes came out when I was in like the eighth or ninth grade, and no, two, um, this was two thousand five. Shut up. Yeah. Okay, so like eighth grade. Yeah, like seventh and eighth grade. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, so it's perfect. Then this then this is less embarrassing as hell. Um, <laughs> I was very like much into Degrassi to the point that I would like. I I did I never wrote the fan fiction down, but oh, what I would do is I would like daydream about being in the show, but as a character. So like I lived like in De- like, on Degrassi Street. I lived in Toronto, and I was one of the teens. So I would like mm-hmm. kind of make up these little fantasies of like what my character would be like and like what like my what was like my like issue and like i would get on the show so i would watch episodes and like think i don't know i never wrote them down but i would think about like how i would fit in like what would i be here like what would i be doing you know so my character was still me like but i was Uh like oh i have to be like i was like bats i was like into music i like craig so i have to be into music so i'm like also like a musician (laughs) but then i developed like a drug addiction or something and i was like yeah that's music so fucking cool yeah. That was very embarrassing. <laughs> but, like, I think this is, like, when I started watching this show, I was like, oh, my God, what if my character, like, gets into Jay? Like, that could be kind of hot. Like, I was, like, thinking about that in, like, that way. Yes. No, I know, I know <laughs> what you mean. Like, I... The way that my brain would do this, because, like, at random times, uh, this will happen again, and I'm like, Lauren, you need to grow up. <laughs> like, it's time. It's time to mature. Like, my thing is that I will like fixate on like a crush or I'll fixate like on a person and usually I would like I in my mind I'm like oh this is a person that not everyone's after like it's like I have a I I somehow have a better chance which in my mind it wasn't so much like I was like creating this like fan fiction I was like this could this is gonna be my life Mm, (laughs) So, so I would I would fixate on someone and then I would pretend that like the actor like we would end up together like somehow like the two of us would end up together um that's not crazy i definitely have done that (laughs) i have done that before as an adult i'm like i recently i recently caught myself doing this because i was watching the um on netflix they have these untold stories which are kind of like 30 for 30 type uh docuseries and Mm -hmm. There's a Manti Teo um, episode. Do you remember who that is? Mm. Yeah, the one who got catfished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's looking real good in 2022. Are you going to uh-huh. catfish him? <laughs> you going to do it again? <laughs> no. Um, but uh, I was like, I was like sitting there watching it, like, cause he's very much like a sad, like it's sad. You feel bad for him because like he fell for it. You're like, oh my gosh, man. that story like, was wild. Cause yeah. I think it was our first like real introduction to like catfishing, Catfish, like in yeah. the world. So it was like, I don't think we knew what cat. I don't think I don't think the movie had come out yet, so we didn't call it catfishing. Just no. was like. I remember, I remember when it came out in the news, it was, like, a lot of people... Well, I think some people thought that he had was doing it. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it was, like... Because it just was so bizarre. I was, like, maybe he's doing this. Like, it's, like, he made this up. But then when it came out that he hadn't, and, like, this was, like, actually what was happening, I remember him being, like, the butt of a lot of jokes. of just, like, yeah. oh, you fucking loser. You're, like, online looking for love. It was before... Mm-hmm. Also, it was way before everyone was, like, really online, like, dating uh-huh. and, like, doing that kind of stuff. So it was, like, oh, you fucking loser. Like, you got your, your fake girlfriend. Like, you know? Yeah. Justice for Manateo. I know. And so I was watching it and I was just like I get I get these weird moments where like when I find out that someone is not single, I get like really upset. <laughs> like I'm like, damn it. 
I, I had a chance and now it's gone. <laughs> God, you sound like a you sound like a Harry Styles stan or something. <laughs> It's like, but it's like I hate Olivia Wilde because he's dating her, not me. Right? Like I like it's my like sixteen like or like at this point at two thousand five like twelve year old thirteen year old brain, and then sometimes it will randomly happen like at my ripe age of thirty years old, and I'm like, what are you doing, Lauren? Like, what's happening? <laughs> Get a grip, girl. <laughs> why? Why are you suddenly like in a bad mood because Manti Teo is married with a kid, and you thought you had a chance before? <laughs> oh, he is. Yes, he's married Confirmed. with a kid. Yes, she's real, and yes. so is a child. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Good for him. I'm happy for him. I know I'm I making know. jokes on his expense, like we all did, but I know. But I mean, like he's. I mean, if you have not watched that man, because it's as someone as an avid cat fish consumer like mm-hmm. it was if you if you've watched catfish this story would be one of the top catfish episodes of all time because of how like the extent the extent of it all and the reveal and then the aftermath and i mean there dr phil gets involved that's all I'm gonna of say. course of course because <laughs> that fucking bald hillbilly would get involved. <laughs> I love that show. I hate Dr. Phil, but I love, I, I have, I have a sick relationship with a lot of things and I like, I hate them, but I'm like, but I have, I watch it. Like I, I'm no, I'm part of the problem. Yeah. I Ugh. also blame, like, I remember in middle school, we had to watch, I remember being in, oh, what was her name? She was like kind of bitchy, but now that I think of it as an adult, she probably was just trying to do her job. <laughs> She's trying to do her job. Um, but there is this one science teacher. She was like young and I th- want to say she had like short hair. I c- couldn't tell you what her name was. But I remember we had to watch like a Dr. Phil episode about, was it suicide? Or yeah, it was like a Dr. Phil about like suicide and like, um, like families of people like like families of people that die by suicide, um, like being interviewed by Doctor Phil, and then I remember just uh, yes, because I remember after watching it, I was like, oh my god, I need to start checking in on my friends. Like I just got super anxious about one of my friends dying by suicide all of a sudden, yeah. um, which I didn't need to really have that concern prior to that, but now it's just like hyper aware of like if I don't start checking in, then it's gonna happen, and it's on me. <laughs> That's what I took away from the Dr. Phil episode. That's interesting. I don't remember this teacher. I definitely didn't watch Dr. Phil in school. That was I like, feel like her name that was, was like Miss Lee or something. She was like a science teacher. She was young. That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, um, Dr. Phil was like my self-care. It was me time. I didn't want to do that in school. I did it at home. After exactly. school, um, I would do like a, a Dr. Phil, Oprah, one, two. Oh, yeah. I definitely miss Oprah was, was my jam. Yeah, which is why I'm like the way I am now. Because I was watching Dr. Phil when I was like 10. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes. It's like, this is great. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, uh, okay. So he's stocking diapers. So JT, okay, Jay shows up. And he's like, he's like, oh, like, I noticed you've been working a lot. He's like, oh, are you in trouble? Like, you look like you really need money. And he does need money because he has a pregnant girlfriend, mm-hmm. but Jay doesn't know that. Yeah. Um, but Jay's like, hey, if you ever need some help, you know, I got solutions. Like, mm. um, I don't know <laughs> if this is how drug dealing works. I don't typically think 
people they have recruiters like that actively seek out i don't know if listener don't reveal yourself because if you are actively dealing drugs i do not want to put you on blast do you but Uh if you have or have ever dealt drugs like did you get into drugs because someone came to you and was like hey do i have a a job for you i don't i don't know i don't know if it happens like that i think it just kind of like i don't think that's how it typically goes right it's yeah, this the scene is giving a little bit of like uh, it's giving MLM. Yeah, yep. I was like, "Hey, babe, like, how are you doing?" <laughs> hey, hun. <laughs> yeah, it's giving very much MLM. I heard you talking about working a lot. Well, <laughs> how? What if I could tell you that if you work like a few hours a week and make tons of money? Like, oh, like it was really weird. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, JD also catches Jay trying to shoplift and I don't know he stole it's like a bunch of like candy I don't know what it was it was just like Jay what is Jay? <laughs> it looked like a bile of ibuprofen like some gum and candy I'm like yeah it was like just bullshit it was like Jay like get a fucking life um, at Degrassi a white guy in dreadlocks by dancing outside of school oh my god the audacity <laughs> And it has like, but you know, I, I'm glad they mixed it up because I'm tired of seeing that fucking girl on the um, on the scooter <laughs> <laughs> with the glasses. Yeah, I'm happy we saw someone different doing something. Um, Emma signs signs up for it's like they're doing the club sign in, and as you can see, Paige after Paige's thing with smoking weed, she like really has gone full force and like volunteering. The next few episodes, you just see Paige volunteering a bunch, but she's, she's also like, wearing um, a lot of uh, uh, business blazers. casual blazers with like yeah. the. It was like, uh, what was it called? Like that heavy stitching, the heavy pastel stitching that was almost giving, oh, like, yes. tweed. Oh, yes, it's like tweed. It's like very, it was yeah. very tweed. She's giving us kind of like Chanel, like off-market Chanel. Yes, she's, kind of like, she's a maxinista you know. now. Yeah, she's a maxinista. She's like doing all of her little, you know, like I, I'm, you know, the president of this thing and that thing. I'm trying to get into banting. Um, <laughs> so uh, Emma signs up for a club for Paige. It's like this cancer research thing. And um, Emma basically calls Peter cancer. And like she's like, yeah, I want to cure cancer, like including you. I'm like, damn, okay. But like <laughs> Emma is so annoying because she's, this whole episode, she's just like fucking, like pretending like she hates his boy so much, but it's like, Bitch, no, you don't. You clearly like him. Like, cut it out. You're being very, like, kind of like, you know, like, you're insulting him, but it's a little bit flirty. Like, mm-hmm. we know we know where you stand, right? But yeah. um, in the next scene, Toby finds JT in the hallway. He's asleep. Um, JT didn't get much sleep because his grandma um, was vacuuming or some shit. He still hasn't told her about the baby either. Um, and... When Liberty comes through, he asks her if she thought about, like, what our plans are going to be. And basically, JT wants to help Liberty, and she gives in, and she's like, okay, I'm going to, you know, to get my my ultrasound after school. Come with Mm. me, and you can be a part of that. So they're kind of reconciling now. Because also, they're they're broken up still. They broke up. I forgot about this. I thought that they were still together, but they are broken up. It's hard to keep track because they're (laughs) having a baby together, but also broken up. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. Um, Mr. Simpson embarrasses the shit out of JT by showing a class of tape from his show because I guess they're learning about preschool television. Um, this <laughs> class, once again, not clear what it's about, but they're, he's like, all. this is our new unit, preschool television. Um, but all the girls love it. They think it's so cute. And I'm like, yeah, this is actually accurate because it is cute. It's like, oh, uh-huh. like, you're, you're like, 
Um, when I was visiting my family this weekend, um, my sister, as you know, had a baby, and he is uh-huh. very, very cute. He looks like Webster, like from the show Webster. I've never watched Webster. Webster, it was like different strokes with like another small child. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think like, I think I I think I could see it in my But mind. I call yeah. him Webster because he looks like Webster and he's very Aww. cute. And um, we were out and about, and her um, her partner was carrying him in his like baby carrier and we were kind of getting on the topic of just like how men like can attract like women that way because it's like once you have a cute baby it's just like oh like they're all like into you because he's he's very cute it's everyone everywhere we went people commented on how cute he was because he's adorable yeah it's very much like a mating like uh like a like an evolutionary like instinct of like when we see when we see a man with like a like a vulnerable thing, right? Like either like a a kitten or a puppy or a baby, like mm-hmm. we're instantly like our ovaries are just like, yep, we could do it. This is a good That's one. The one. <laughs> even though he literally has a baby who's like not even six months old, it's like you sure you want to drive us with this one? Um, <laughs> but um, Liberty is very impressed by this. She also is moved by it. And it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, JT said that he, well, I mean, a lot of times she's imp- impressed because she's like, you, you, you always want to be on TV and now you are. So I think for her, it's like, oh, you set a goal and like, that's hot. You, you achieved it. Like, that's hot. <laughs> we love a guy who's ambitious. Um, exactly. At the dot, Manny and Craig are being very cutesy bootsy. Because they have set Emma up with someone, and it's Derek. Um, he's in grade 10, but he's all right. He's one of Jimmy's basketball buds. Um, he comes in, you, and he mean looks. players? Yeah. I'm like, like he's, he's a coach, friend. And he's a player. Like, he's a player, and he's a coach. They have a very professional relationship. Mm-hmm. Very mentor-mentee relationship. Yeah. Uh, Derek looks like he's in grade 8. He looks so young. Compared to Emma? Uh-huh. Yeah, he looks very young. He comes in and Peter is like creeping outside. He's like, I don't know, he's like motioning to her. I don't know what he was doing, but I was just like, ew. Like, he's just like, he's always lurking. But you know, Emma's always lurking. So it actually is perfect. They, they, they're they actually very suitable to each other. They love honest. to lurk, these two. And they're very much like, you know what it's giving a little bit is like uh, <laughs> Spidey energy, Spencer and Heidi. Like they're oh two God, they're blondes, blonde. yeah, and they're kind of like toxic together, but they like like it. Yes, and like and how... Spencer is more abusive. Is it not? Spencer is very abusive. As is. No, they are. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. And like their friends mm-hmm. hate. Like her friends hate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's very spidey. Did you hear about like? I guess he's on um, TikTok, and he was like going on Lisa Kudrow. And like Lisa Kudrow is like an evil person, but it's because Lisa Kudrow um, was like, she's, you know, Heidi should leave Spencer because he's terrible. And it's just like, spoke yeah. the truth. It's like, she's. <laughs> yeah, but, wrong. And his first instinct, instead of just being like, I'm not going to believe these lies, is to go after a woman. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I think Lisa Kudrow came out and was like, yeah, I said it. I said it again. It's true. <laughs> yeah. They're definitely like a couple that. I was shocked to find out are still together, but I'm also not because I think they stay together to like prove something, like to like prove people wrong, even though they like probably hate each other. No, I know they hate each other. Very much so. Yeah, yeah. that that uh, I mean, reality TV 
trope of, oh, this couple, we've got the Ron and Sam. We've got the uh, Kristen and Tom Sandoval. We've got... I hate to say it, but Whitney and Bobby. <laughs> Whitney and Bobby. Like, that was reality TV. Exactly. Where it's just like, it's abusive, it's toxic, and because they're publicly known together and kind of like attached to the fame that they get together as well, that's part of it always, I feel like. And they're like, well... What what other options do I have, you know? That's true. I hate myself. <laughs> I hate myself, you hate yourself. Let's hate mm-hmm. ourselves and each other together. Exactly. <laughs> That's literally it, though. It's very sad. Um, so, uh, oh, Emma, but after he does that creepy shit, she's like, oh, yeah, I can tell you more about Mike. He's asking about, like, Snake. And he's like, yeah, we can talk more about that on Friday at a date. So it's like, okay. And he's excited. <laughs> Yeah, he's Actually, shocked. No, her, that's, not, that's not her voice. I don't know. I used to be able to do Emma's voice. It's like, because it's, it's deeper now because she's gotten older. Yeah. It's like, it's maybe like, we can talk about it on Friday. On a on date? Friday? On, on Friday? On Friday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very breathy, but also like every word and phrase is a question. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that what she tells Sean? Like, snake has cancer. Remember he was like, when he was like, oh, you're a nurse? And she's like, Snake has cancer. Oh, right, because Sean is upset that he he's not getting enough attention. Oh, my God, Sean. God. Snake Sean. has cancer, Sean. All right. At the doctor. <laughs> Liberty and JT are nervous about like the fate of the baby they both kind of refuse to look at the ultrasound mm-hmm. but jt finally does and she says what do you see and he's like it looks real and it's like yep yep now you guys realize that you guys are really having a baby um i definitely would not have been able to get away with hiding a pregnancy because i can't keep i can keep other people's secrets but i can't keep my <laughs> own secrets <laughs> i also would just be like imagine like like, I rub my stomach after, like, eating or, like, whatever whatever ailment I'm doing. I'm like, oof. I'm cradling rub- my stomach right now. I'm just sitting. I just do that. Exactly. Like, just, and as, if I start doing that with my stomach growing, like, forget about it. <laughs> I, I have two weeks maximum with, with keeping that secret. <laughs> yeah, I just, like, if I'm going through something, I need everyone to know about it. Like, I can't, like, just keep. I would, I would tweet about it. I'd be like... I don't know. I have to tell somebody. <laughs> yeah. Like I could just, I could just keep that to myself. I would, I would suck at it. Um, there are so many yeah. times in my life where I'm like, I, I, no one can know. Like even embarrassing shit. I'm like, I can't tell. I'm not gonna tell anyone about this. And then immediately after, I'm like, hey, I shit myself today. Like I just like, <laughs> that didn't happen. But like I actually know that's happened, and I did that, and I was just like, I sharted. Um, it's, hap- <laughs> it's happened to me too. Like literally, like. It happened to me when traveling recently, and um, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. It, I, and I, I texted my friend, and I was like, well, seven years into China, it's finally happened. Like, you I've sure been, did? I've, I've been, like, sh- there's been a lot of, like, close calls, because um, China, different foods, things just happen, um, and, you know, like, it just... It just happened, and I was like, you know what? I feel like I've been cheating fate for too long, and 
<laughs> the uh not 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 uh uh ghost of death what is it the not the death the, the who's what's his name the the death creeper or the, the grim reaper <laughs> grim reaper the grim reaper of intestinal distress is <laughs> is coming for me and i've been cheating him too long yeah the fourth so. horseman of the apocalypse is diarrhea no one talks about so. it. They they, no they don't talk about him a lot. Yeah, it's the, the the, because horse. a big part of it comes from shame. Like we don't want. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. Um, when I've started, it's always I've always been lucky that I've been home. I've never been out. I was out and about traveling. Like it was. Luckily, I wasn't around anyone I knew. That I'm. I'm at least. I was literally by myself, oh, just around goodness. strangers. So I'm thankful for that. That's good because that would be rough. It's hard to live yeah. that down. Um, <laughs> I, w- I would have to leave. I would just I would just leave. I'm like, bye. Got a jet. <laughs> got, got a blast. <laughs> oh, you already blasted, girl. You already blasted. <laughs> See you never. Oh, God. Um, so uh, JT still wants adoption because they have lives ahead of them. But Liberty insists they can do all of it. And she kisses him and she tells him that she loves him and she wants to do whatever he wants to. And he gives in and it's like, let's keep the baby. I'm like, that's when you should have been like, let's, exactly, it's why we should do adoption. But he's like, yeah, I let's know. keep this baby. Uh, so they go to JT's house and apparently he lives with his grandmother, who is Irish, I guess. Is York <laughs> Irish? I don't know. Um, James Tiberius of York, probably. I think they, at some point in these episodes, it, it's brought up that he's Irish, but I was like, that doesn't... Yeah, in this I one, because she but... was like, oh, luck, she's just luck of the Irish. Yeah. Not like that, but she's like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, saints preserve us, luck of the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. That was literally... Okay, that's not a good accent, but that's literally the accent from... Um, the luck, luck of the, the Irish, Irish. <laughs> that they come, and that's, that was what he was serving, and I served it back. Okay, mm-hmm. um, so they tell her the news, and she isn't happy. She was very happy because she's like, "Oh, cookies! Oh, Liberty, happy you're back!" And she found out, and she's like, "Get out!" Um, she uh, tells them that they're way too young, and they're like, "You, we want you to help." Blah blah, blah. and she's like, "I don't want to spend my retirement raising another child." I'm exactly. like, yeah, that woman looks old. Like, why are you, why are you burdening her with this? Like, this is the last person you should be asking to help you with your baby. I know. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, as a teen, I would know. I would fuck if I if I ever got pregnant and had to tell my parents I was pregnant. I would never assume that they would help me. Like, as an adult, that ha- if I had a baby, if I got pregnant and had a baby at my age now, I would I would be more comfortable like like assuming that my parents would help me, like mm-hmm. just as grandparents. But I would never assume that as a teenager. I don't know so why. So I actually would, but not. But like I also wouldn't keep the baby either. I'm like, exactly. I, I'm like this is unrealistic. Like I'm not doing this. This is not going to happen. But I I do feel like if that had happened to me in high school, my mom would have probably. Well, my mom would have probably really insisted. Like, she wouldn't have forced me, obviously, but she would have been like, um, you should have an abortion. But she would have helped me, like, yeah. raise the baby. But that's also different. She was young. She was younger versus JT's yeah. grandma, who is literally, like, an old granny. And it's like, leave this lady alone. Let her watch her stories. Um, 
Come on, so man. yeah, so they they figure that they'll figure it out. Um, but she's like, um, yeah, like the same way your dad thought he would do it because apparently JT's dad walked out on the family. And he's like, I won't be like that. But she's like, okay, girl. It's <laughs> like okay, girl. I was like, damn, grandma, drop it in the scalding tea. Grandma is bringing out all the trauma. She's like, do you remember how your dad said he's gonna get milk and he didn't come back? And I was like, damn, I didn't know that JT's dad just up and left. Yeah, I don't think we knew much about JT's family. I remember there was the mentions of his mom. Like, yeah. But even now, it's like, so where is she now? Good question. Huh. Um, maybe she's working. What's that really cold place in Canada? That uh, <laughs> Paige's boyfriend went to go work in. Oh, the Yukon? The Yukon. <laughs> she, she's just, she's uh, doing like a seasonal work at the Yukon. And it's sending money back home. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so um Peter catches up with Emma in the hallway. Um they're having this conversation and, and of course we're doing the more of the back and forth. Emma's like my you know, what you did my friend, da da da. Peter insists that Manny was asking for it. She was drunk. And I'm just like Oh my god. What? But then later he's like, oh, I'm sorry for going after Manny. And I'm like, I think we're missing the point here. The issue here isn't that he went out, went, wanted to go out with Manny. The issue is that mm-hmm. he's a predator. Um, mm-hmm. But he claims that they have a lot in common, like a care for issues. See, I'm at this club too. <laughs> like, <sighs> he is, you know what? Actually, Peter gives off uh, pickup artist energy. Oh my god! I used to watch that show on VH1. <laughs> oh it was before shit! I knew, I be, it's before I knew, like I understood that the pickup artist community was like dangerous and like very yeah. much aligned with like incels. I think also it was at a time before the rest of the world realized that. Mm-hmm. Remember they had that show with a guy named like Mystery or something. He wore a yes. fancy hat, and his whole thing was like <laughs> one of the one of the lessons like wear something cool that's a conversation starter. So he wore like oh, big hats. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, God! <sighs> I there's okay. So I there's this YouTube channel called Channel Five News. If anyone knows it, and it's like a like it's like a joke, and you're it's kind of hard hitting journalism, but also kind of like. They, they go to a lot of conventions to, like, interview people and then make them look stupid just by mm-hmm. posting the video. Um, yeah. And so they were in Vegas once and stumbled upon a pickup artist convention. Um, and, like, a pickup artist, like, private lesson, like, in someone's hotel room. And I'm like, this seems dangerous. <laughs> like, what do you yeah. mean a, a private lesson in a hotel room in Vegas? Like, one on artist? one? Like, not with like, a bunch like, of other people? It was like a small group lesson, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> but still, yeah. And then of course they had to go on the strip and then like try out their new like skills, and I'm like, oh god, <laughs> what losers! I'm sorry, like that's just I a loser know. move. Especially because it's never like they're never teaching them things like they're valuable. Like you know, if someone is like shy or socially awkward, it's never like teaching them how to like break the ice. Like things that are just like normal social skills. It's always like. It's the whole like negging because I learned what negging was because of the pickup artist show 
because it's like they outright use that as like a method like oh like you're gonna you're gonna neg her like all right this is what you're gonna do like he's like talking there you're like you're yeah. gonna neg her and neg is when you compliment her but you know not really like you underscore it with like mm-hmm. oh yeah like you know nice makeup <laughs> look great on my dead grandma i don't know like <laughs> Like, yeah. Just it's like, I, 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 that, that was a terrible sense. example. They don't make sense, though. They're just horrible. But, yeah, no, Peter definitely, like, was into that show. But, like, was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to learn how to pick up chicks from this. Yeah, he was taking um, notes. Oh, yeah. He Speaking of which, he invites Emma to the movies. And she's like, don't hold your, don't hold your breath. But it's like, girl, you don't be in that movie. Stop complaining. I don't even play games, bitch. Go to the movies. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's showtime. They say it's time to go tell Liberty's parents. Um, JD thinks her parents will understand, but Liberty isn't so sure, especially since her dad um, is just like a hard ass. Mm -hmm. Um, So JD's like, okay, what if we do this? He's like, you know, he's like, I want to get us a place. Liberty's like, oh my God, really? He's like, yeah, like, you know, I can take on more shifts at the pharmacy. She's like, I have spelling bee money. I'm like, okay, Aquila. <laughs> like, where, what, what money? Like, from what? From spelling bees? When? You what? You had, like, like national level spelling bees? How many did you win, Liberty? <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe the ones that can are very lucrative. You never know. Mayhaps. But, like, she was like, oh, I, I must have some spelling bee money stashed away. Like, oh, so random. Um. And he's gonna quit the TV show since so he doesn't pay anyway. So he'll like work at the pharmacy. She'll she'll come in with her little her, her with her um with her uh, ABC money, and mm-hmm. then um they're like okay so this is like what we're gonna do we're gonna like get our situation like in order so you get a place so that if your parents do kick you out then like we have a plan which I'm like I guess that's fine I'm like yeah sure like she's already six months pregnant anyway what what's what's uh-huh. another week like just yeah go ahead do that that's a good plan <laughs> exactly. okay. <laughs> It doesn't make much of a difference at this point. At least they're trying to do like, make concrete, you know, plans at this point. So we get mm-hmm. a montage of Liberty and JT looking for apartments. And it's not easy. They're two teenagers with a baby on the way. Who's going to fucking rent to you? Exactly. You know, proof of income. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Your checks from, your assorted of checks from the spelling bees. They're like, you, do you take bonds? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a trust. I can't get it until I'm 18, but I promise I'm good for it. Like, <laughs> Girl, cut it out. Oh, um, JT works at the pharmacy, and he's like looking at how expensive diapers are. I'm like, y'all better have a baby shower. Like, that's how you. My sister is still working through diapers that she got from a baby shower in February. Hey, that's what's up of this year. Like, she got a mountain of shit. Like, yeah, have a baby shower. But I guess it's different though because she also is an adult with friends who have jobs. They are children who are friends with children. <laughs> right. So actually, it would make a difference. <laughs> Doubt it. <clears throat> You get one pack of diapers from some, from Toby uh-huh. in uh-huh. a dream. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't raise a baby on love alone. Mm-hmm. So Derek and Emma go on a little date at the mall, and they have nothing in common. For example, Derek loves wrestling, and she does not. Emma loves watching British adaptations on PBS, and Derek reads comics and goes hunting with his dad, and she's a vegetarian. Yeah, so, it's... Not gonna work. They're, they're like, we're polar opposites. We'll never work. It's like, right. okay, it get it. Like, uh oh. And she's <laughs> like, you know what? This is a terrible date. Honestly, it was, it was awful. I'm just gonna go. It's not gonna happen. And I'm like, okay, I give you props on that. 
that's the yeah. Emma I remember, the assertive Emma who wouldn't play around. She's like, listen, this shit's not working. I gotta go. And I was like, yeah, okay, you got time. Yeah. Something, but she, things to do. But if, if the same thing was coming from Peter, she wouldn't give a shit. No, Peter could literally be like, I love to eat children. And she'd be like, I love kids. She's like, oh, I love kids too. <laughs> I love kids too. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so Liberty and JT look at another apartment. And it's perfect for them. It has everything they need. Um, rent is $750 a month. So I'm like, damn, that's amazing. But for children, that's very expensive. For an adult, I was like, I have two. Yeah. I'll take two, yep. please. Yep. I'll take two. And I'll break down the wall. And it'll just one big <laughs> um, Rent is $750 a month. And they're also shocked to learn that the first and last is due. Which my, fir- my initial reaction, like, you guys are stupid. But then I realized... I didn't know that until I got my first apartment in college. Like, I didn't realize you had to pay first. I thought you just, like, yeah. got it and paid for it. Like, I didn't think you had to, like, <laughs> do security deposits. Like, what the fuck is that? Exactly. Yeah. You just yeah. thought that the rent was exactly that. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to give you $750. So I get the, what's, the, what's the problem? What's the big deal? Um, so they're like, we can't afford it. So now they're sad. Um, Jay harasses JT at the pharmacy. Um, and he's like, oh, I noticed you got a new guy on your show. And I'm like, why is Jay watching so much preschool television? Like, why is he calling him out? Like, why are you on my dick, dude? And also, why are you watching the show? Like, it yeah. comes on at like 3 p.m. <laughs> on a Tuesday. Like, why do you not have anything to do? We get no, questions for you, Jay. I mean, he got kicked out, kicked out of school. So he's like, really just oh, like right. hanging around. Um, Jay tells Jay, he's like, hey, if you need money, like, you just got to get creative. And Daisy's like, I don't get what you're saying. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, listen, um, people want Oxy. And you got free access to it. And you make a lot of money. Which I think is the dumbest plan ever. Because while that is true, mm-hmm. the worst way to get Oxy to sell it illegally is from your own job. Like, you will get <laughs> caught. Like, in short order. Exactly. At a I pharmacy, also... they, they, they keep track of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> meticulously is what they do. Their whole job uh, is counting medicine. <laughs> literally. And like, even if, like, there's lot, lots of things that you could steal and get caught for. And at the top of the list is Oxycontin, like Oxycodone. Um, but also, I forgot that this was like, did you watch the show Dope Sick? Yes, that's the On one. Hulu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the one about like the the Sackler family and like the whole uh-huh. epidemic, right? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. So I forgot that I was like, oh right, this is the the height of like just like shelling out to anyone that like has a sprain or pain. <laughs> like here, take some oxys. And I'm like, oh shit. And then but then this is like when they're kind of like becoming like really street. Um Yeah. Hot off the streets and stuff. So I'm like, oh Yeah, this would be four it pretty much gets replaced by heroin. I mean, it's not like, obviously we'll yeah. still take a lot of these stuff, but it's a lot harder to get because of that exactly. reason. So, you know, that's right. People like JT that just walked, because <laughs> it's not even, I'm like, oh damn, this isn't even locked behind a counter. Like there's no case that they got to yeah, open with the key. what kind of is this? I'm like, okay, also he's a stock boy. He just has full, he wouldn't be allowed back there. Like you, you exactly. at CVS, the people who's like, no offense to them, they're like, they're not like, beneath anyone but they're not pharmacists like the people back there are like the pharmacists and the pharma techs like you can't just be back there like you can't you don't go from stocking diapers to like playing with like roxies like what are you exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. keep your ass over there and stock these diapers um 
Anyway, Emma meets up with Peter at the movies. And she's like, uh, I was going to come here anyway. I love Clown Academy. Whatever. But she's like, <laughs> okay. she's, like, she's like, when we get in there, keep your hands to yourself. It's like just, she's doing a lot of like, like I don't know. I feel like she's giving us basic instinct kind of. Like just very like, I'm a femme fatale. Like, okay, Emma. Like, just <laughs> stop. Cut it out. Like, it's shitty that she tr- wants to date Peter. But at this point, it's like, I'm tired of the cat and mouse game. Just like fucking, like, just like kiss him. Like, exactly. Ugh. Emma's the worst. JT is working late at the pharmacy, and he gets behind the counter. And I guess this is the two of them working at this little pharmacy. He gets behind mm-hmm. the counter, and um, he just like pockets, like he just like dumps, <laughs> like, just oh, an JT. amount of oxy uh, oxycodone into his pockets. And I'm like, there's definitely cameras back there. Like there's like there's, a, there's illicit narcotics back there. Like there are cameras back there. Um, yeah. He gets a bunch of oxy. And we get it to be continued. Oh, God. Now, as as two as two uh, intervention enthusiasts that we are, um, <laughs> and the, the the fact that we, both of us are like, yeah, I've seen dope stick, of course. <laughs> yeah, naturally. <laughs> um, it's it's kind of crazy the the quick rise and fall of this like drug moment for JT. Cause it's, it's unusual for Degrassi for them to just like jump in and then jump out of a hot topic issue or like a, this feel not, it's very much a very since, special like, episode. One. Yeah. Not since season one yeah. have they done like in one episode, you will have this problem and be over by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, they got they got other things to deal with, I guess. So they're like, listen, we can't we can't spend too much time on your. Got to wrap it. I wish that they had gone like full. I wish that like, JT had been a drug dealer for like a minute. I know, and then he he just he like it's slowly but surely he just takes one, and then he tries a few, and then he's like a full on addiction and can't afford it anymore, and then you know. Yeah, like let's it... go, like to go like full throttle, like full throttle. Don't just give me like. He deals drugs like once twice technically <laughs> and then like his life is destroyed i'm like no i want to see him like like he doesn't become a kingpin or, ex- or anything but just like i want to see him th- i want him i want liberty to have this baby they move in and he's still dealing drugs and she's doing it secretly uh-huh. or some shit some give me some breaking bad all right like exactly you know exactly. i don't want to see this bullshit but anyway um actually no this episode's still pretty good though i, I will say that it is just, like I just wish they had like made it like done it longer. I think it's actually kind of interesting. To be like, I know he's desperate because I mean like that's very much like that would be that would be an like that's an accurate story for people, you know? Yeah, you're pushed to you know desperation, and now it's like I'm gonna do some shit that I probably one year ago would have thought I would never do, but now I'm doing it because I'm like really in a tight spot. Like I, I get it. Uh-huh. Like it's actually quite sympathetic portrayal of someone who you know gets involved in that shit. But um, I agree. Yeah. Are you ready for part two? Yes. Part two synopsis turned out. I'm I'm way too cheerful for considering what happens this episode. Sorry. <laughs> turned out part two. Um, JT learns that getting out of the drug dealing business is a dangerous is as dangerous as he trap. Hold on. Oh, 
JT learns that getting out of the drug dealing business is dangerous as he travels down a path of self-destruction that could cause him to lose the people about whom he cares the most. Meanwhile, Snake faces similar obstacles. <laughs> Does he? Okay. <laughs> similar <they> obstacles? Similar? <laughs> when he looks okay. Snake getting a motorcycle is He's like, JT, I can relate. I've been feeling really down lately. I got a motorcycle. <laughs> when he looks back like, on his is... life and realizes he doesn't have... I, you know what? It's been a minute since, like... Honestly, lately, the person who wrote the synopses on Wikipedia has been fucking it up. Because that used to be an issue we had in the older... Ep- like, in, like, junior high. And I'm happy to see they're, mm-hmm. they're back on their bullshit. Because I'm like, These, this is not what happened. <laughs> exactly. Uh, good stuff. Exactly. Ugh, okay. All right, so um, in our cold open this episode, JT meets Jay literally in an alleyway. Um, <laughs> a dark alley? Like, a dark alleyway. Um, and JT's like, okay, what's up? Like, why did you call me? And then JT tries to get out of it and, like, back out. Even um, though he's the one who called Jay. Literally. And he's and, like, yeah. Yeah, Jay's like, don't waste my time. Like, why the fuck did you call me? And he's like, I've got, I've got what you need. Like, I, he's there to give him the oxies. Um, and this is when JT is like, oh, I'm just the middleman. I got to take it to my boss. So they head down to the good old ravine and they yeah. meet someone who he's giving, um, what's that show about like white rat, the Mal- Malibu's most wanted Oh my god, yes. He's like a <laughs> little white what, guy. <laughs> yes. And he's like literally wearing like a wife beater or what what do we say? What's they're not wife beaters. They're like the tank tops or whatever. Yeah. Um the undershirts. And uh in a backwards hat, very much eight mile energy. And he takes the bag and he's like, All right, bet, here's eight hundred <laughs> JT's like, well, I need some more. (laughs) (laughs) Which is brave. I know, literally. Um, I mean, surprise, JT's very naive in all of this. Um, And so the guy ends up getting him 1,200, which ends up being a partial advance for, um, you know, the next round of oxys that he's going to bring him later. Um, and JT being so innocent that he is, uh, ends up throwing up from shock <laughs> of doing yeah, this cause big like, crime. Jay's like, congratulations, you just did your first drug deal. And I think JT just realized, I just dealt drugs. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> you, you've done two crimes. You've stolen drugs and you just sell, you just uh-huh. sold them. Like you are a drug, you are, yeah. you got some counts on you, babe. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we get to the new apartment. So now that JT has the money, he can uh, put down the money to get the apartment. JT and Toby are there paying the deposit. And the landlord is skeptical um, with them being pregnant. Uh, so he recognizes them as being pregnant, apparently, that no one else can. <laughs> like, she's um, clearly pregnant. What do you mean? Your you're two teens looking for an apartment, desperate. You're pregnant. I could tell. Um <laughs> But he takes the money and, you know, it's, you know, hope hope is on the horizon, it appears. Um, 
we get to Emma's house and the babe the baby brother is crying. There's an he has an ear infection and it's clear that no one's getting any sleep. It's high stress at the um Simpson household. Mm-hmm. Um Snake is stressed and he's riding his bicycle to school uh and he sees Joey Jeremiah with his hot new girlfriend that's still with him. And Shocking. It's <laughs> truly shock shocker of the century. Um and like this hot rod, like nice red convertible. Um and they, they're dropping off Craig at school. And you know, steak is just kind of like, oh man, my life's so boring. <laughs> I wish I I wish I had Joey's life. It's like, oh, he's um, got a young hot girlfriend and I've got Spike. I'm like, mm-hmm. Spike's cool. First of all, Spike's hot. Spike looks good. Yeah, Spike is looking good. Yeah. She keeps it tight, she keeps it right, and like she's like <laughs> Still, you guys aren't even. They're 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 doing the whole like midlife crisis thing. But didn't we establish that they were like thirty four? Like in the last episode, Joey was like, "I'm thirty four. It's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you guys aren't even old. <laughs> like, what's going on? Um, and Joey asked him to take him for a ride, and I'm like, he literally has to go to work, Joey. Like, what do you <laughs> what do you, you think just he's off for? at school where he <laughs> is his teacher? What do you think he has yeah. to do right now? Also, it's weird because, like, they act like Joey, like, doesn't have – Joey has a job, too. Like, Joey knows what work is. I don't know why they're like, oh, yeah, Joey's just like – I guess he Joey... owns his own business, though, so he kind of opens when he wants to, I suppose. But this is this is giving um, – what are those people, like, the love scammers? I feel like the new girlfriend could possibly be a love scammer because she's, like, a vet – she's slowly but surely, like, drawing Joey away from his job and then taking away his <laughs> – like, siphoning off all his money. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he's like, ah, oh, damn it, like I got caught up. And it's like, yeah, you had a job to do. Why did you just like give up on that? Like Yeah. It's like maybe um, she's like a financial dominatrix. Ooh. I was watching this um this vice thing about it, and I was just like, damn, these girls are amazing. Cause um, listener, you don't know what that is. The financial dominatrix is basically mm-hmm. like a dominatrix, but the weight, the kink is that men just get off on giving like all your money, and it's actually yeah, pay like pigs. they're pay pigs, and it's like kind of sad. Cause I watched one where the guy was like definitely not rich, like when you're rich and do it. But I guess it's kind of part of the humiliation is that you're broke yeah. and you're like <laughs> giving everything because he was just giving her all this money. He was living in this like shitty little house, and like it was like on the brink of like losing his house, but he just was like giving all this money to his like his yeah you know fin dom and i'm like good for her like fuck the patriarchy and the <laughs> in whatever like, way possible i was like good for her evan and i were watching because like shit how do i get in on this he's like i wish someone just gave me money <laughs> i know he's like, and she, she's gonna have to she doesn't have like sex with him she's like he, he he gets the thing he the sexual gratification is that he is giving her everything he owns exactly and i'm like fuck uh, well, it kind of reminds me of. Did you ever watch Love After Lockup? Um, only the first season. Okay, but that you know, weird, I mean, like black Mormon lady. Yep, yep. That's that. <laughs> that's it. Um, so they, I feel like a lot of the, especially like the men on the outside being manipulated by the women on the inside. Like that's kind of like the same energy where it's mm-hmm. like. I think they're eventually hoping that they can possibly, like, get sex. But, like, a lot of times they never do. 
<laughs> and I'm very much on the side of these women. Like, um, oh, this is yes, where my toxic feminism comes through is that like women fleecing men i'm like go off like i don't get like when i watch 90 day fiance and some like ukrainian girl is just like getting all this man's money i'm like i think that's wonderful for her i think she's earned exactly. it actually she worked hard for exactly. that money i think it's hers yeah good for them i'm yeah. i i completely agree um and so i think i think that's joey's <laughs> joey's new girlfriend is like She's she's putting in the work to eventually get that outcome. Oh yeah, she said, like, "I don't care if Angela, you know, doesn't have <laughs> cereal. Mm-hmm. Like, where's my money?" <laughs> she 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 heard, "Oh, your your ex girlfriend bought this house for you, and then she just left. So you don't have to you don't owe any money. So that money is now going toward me. Okay, yeah. you don't have to pay a mortgage. All right, right. She's okay. just like letting you live there rent free. Okay, well, money that money's got to go somewhere." yeah very much so she is so she 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 read that as like oh so he he's not very aware of his finances okay this is a good spot for me to this is a a good target Mm -hmm. um and joey's you know very much feeling himself and you know he he's saying to snake you know you should be more spontaneous like (laughs) and i'm like okay Thank, thanks, Joey. I'll I'll let you know. <laughs> um, we are at the dot, and JT and Liberty are walking outside with what was JT's coffee drink he that he was drinking? His mocha macchiato or something? Did he say what it was? He, yeah, he, <laughs> it was like some like generic like a sprinkle of coffee. And it like last episode, he was like, "I'm just getting by with my coffee and and a whim." And but it was like a mocha, mochaccino, like caramel he mochaccino. Would. He'd be drinking latte. like a frappuccino or something. <laughs> Literally, and I'm like, that's, that's not giving you any sugar. caffeine. Yeah, it's just like it's a sugar <laughs> higher feeling. It's not caffeine. Exactly. Um, and JT announces that he got the new apartment, uh, and Liberty's really excited. But also, I'm like, Liberty, come on, where do you think he got this money? It's, it's I mean, shady. And- and she asks about it. She's like, yeah. oh, ha- you didn't have it before. Like, where did you get it? And he's like, oh, my grandma is she helping. She came she- around. She came around and she's like, she looks like she was very against us. And now all of a sudden she's giving you money. But then yeah. she's like, okay. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Liberty's like, oh, I won't ask too many questions, okay? I know. She, she's I a ride or die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but, uh, JT's like, if we're going to do this though, you need to tell your parents, we need to go talk to them. Yeah. Um, and we jump right into, I was like, oh God, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh shit. Liberty's, Liberty's strut, her, her black father's wearing a suit. And I was like, oh, authority figure. Okay. And they're sitting down at the table. He knows like, the mayor. He knows <laughs> the mayor. Like they have fucking worked their asses off, have provided for their two children to make they have they're they're a black family with a hot tub in their backyard. Yeah. They they're doing are well. well off. They're doing they mentioned, very well. She mentions later that her dad is a lawyer. It's so like, yeah, she comes from like from a good a yeah. good family, yeah. Professionals. Yes. Um, and they say that they're moving in together and literally the dad like laughs. <laughs> His acting is painful. He's like, ha, 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 with him. <laughs> it's like, where are you? Okay, Scar. Like, what, 
<laughs> Literally. Gary. It's very it's very theatrical. It's very um, he's a theater actor. Yeah. He's that, that tracks for him. a lot. I'm like, there's mics. Yes. You don't have to do you have to shout. <laughs> and I love them like both of them are just like so I don't know. I feel like if I if I had to tell like parents or like my aunts or uncles that I was pregnant as a teen, I feel like I would maybe it turned out to this level of 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 laughter, but I feel like I would have gotten a similar reaction. Like of just like shock and dismay and yeah, they don't mom, even know what to do with it. I thought I was joking. She would have started laughing. She's like she's like, okay. Like she would like been like <laughs> laughing. Like yeah. She would have laughed, she's like Okay, like, yeah. Yeah. And I'd be like... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mommy, I am. <laughs> and then she would... I'm a child. <laughs> I'm with child. <laughs> I've fallen pregnant. <laughs> um, so they say they're moving in together, and, they, and they're like, moving in with him? No. Like, and then that's when they reveal that she's pregnant. Um, and they're pissed. They're yeah. they're like <laughs> they're so angry. The mom's like the mom. But like also like that was accurate. Yes, like it was it felt very accurate. I'm like, oh goodness. <sighs> they're they're pissed and then they're like they're sent, they've turned their anger over to JT <laughs> very quickly, which I mean, I feel like I would too if if my daughter was dating a kid like JT, who's, you know, a nice boy. Yeah, but not, but, not in, like, endgame. Especially with a daughter no. like Liberty, who's, like, president of this. She's doing uh-huh. this. Like, it, I, I understand, you know, where they're coming from. It's like, you've put, they've clearly put a lot into Liberty, and Liberty has really lived yeah. up to expectations. And then for her to get pregnant, and then get pregnant with with JT. JT. It's just Ugh. like, oh Lord. Like <laughs> our ancestors are rolling. This little goofy this little goofy motherfucker. Little goofy ass. Exactly. It's like she got pregnant God. with like um like Jimmy's baby or something. It's like, okay, Jimmy also is like it's a star athlete. Like maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's like, okay, exactly. also comes from a good family. But it's like it's it's fucking JT. Yeah. Yeah, which is like the <laughs> it's another shame of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Liberty, you know, she sticks up for them and she's like, you know what? Uh, no matter what you say, we're going to be leaving anyway. Like we're, you know, kind of proclaiming like we're self-sufficient, like we're going to be okay. Um, we get a scene outside the school and snake shows up. <laughs> There's like, it's very much like, Ooh, who's that mysterious hot guy on this new motorbike? You know, like he's got this nice jacket and this helmet. The music is blaring for, you know, for the scene. And, um, sorry, I'm looking at my second paper. Um, and we realize when someone, that person takes off the helmet, that it's Snake. Ooh, it's like when, um, when we first meet Mr. Turner on Boy Meets World. And oh, my that God. He's, that he's Harley Kiner. And then... Oh. He finds he like looks so cool, and then he finds out he's a, the teacher. Damn, Mr. Turner was fucking hot. Too bad he. That's got I was like added coma. added to the crush list. Um, Mr. Too Turner. bad he got in a fucking coma. <laughs> Wait, did he ever wake up from it? Either we do not know. We ever see him again? I like he he like because the episode when Sean's in that cult, 
Yes. Oh, God. Four shots. Okay. I think we talked about this, how I found this compilation on YouTube of like, it's like 15 minutes of like all the bad things that ever happened to Sean. No, but I would watch that. (laughs) There's like three compilations of the writers and producers. Shame on y'all. Spread the wealth. Sean had enough going on. He did not need all of that. I don't know how Sean made it to like 20. Honestly. (laughs) And not like a complete script. You know why? Because he had Corey by his side. If anything, I would have ended it because Corey was my friend. That little boy was annoying. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And then he had the audacity to hell. He had the audacity to be an alcoholic for like two days. And then turn me into an alcoholic. Come on now, Corey. You're yes. the worst. Um, I sometimes listen to that episode we recorded. We never release. <laughs> we have, we've got to release that. Yeah, we, have, we, the, re- the, we recorded three whole episodes. <laughs> never did them. Listener, do you? Do you guys want? The, I don't know. Do we still want to do that? I don't know. I feel like we should release those as bonus episodes. I feel like yeah, that would we should be... at least we should at least release them as bonus episodes, and then. Yeah. Um, listener, if you don't remember, if you're like, a, like an OG OG who was there with us in the thick of, of COVID, we <laughs> talked about doing this like Patreon exclusive that was um, just excuse me, watching very special episodes of TV shows. And we recorded uh-huh. three whole episodes and we just never released them. And we just <laughs> have them. And I, I listened to them it recently. It was funny. The only problem is that because it was so old that we make a lot of references to things that are like very like what... <laughs> <laughs> the queen like, was still alive yeah the, we, the queen know, was still was alive <laughs> i think we were still on lockdown too so like it mm. was very much that but let us know if you guys want to like hear that as bonuses like we would like do that yeah those would be fun bonuses to do i think so yeah we should it's yeah like, we should try we should do a test run on on the solid listen uh patreon with one of those okay um maybe we should make a poll Okay, yeah, on our Instagram Would you be, would you, would you be, and the question, the poll question is this. Would you um, uh, uh, subscribe to the Patreon, to the Solid Listen Patreon, if it meant that we did a semi-regular, very special episodes of TV shows? And that's your bonus episode. Ooh, and, we, and you can put in requests for us. You can put in requests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which ones did we do? We did Boy Meets we, World with the alcohol. We did, <laughs> the alcohol we, did the alcohol episode. we did Full House when DJ has the eating disorder for like an right. episode, and we also did an episode then, of the Tyra Bank show. Oh my god, I forgot. it was like panel oh, I forgot of teens. about that one. Yeah, panel of teens, lots of teen pregnancy. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Let us let us know. Send in your request of, of suggestions that you would have. And yeah, I think we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do a test run and see. Think think like very special episodes, other teens in crisis things. Um, or I was I was describing this to someone the other day because I was like they were asking about Degrassi, and I was like, okay, well you know in like sitcoms like how they had a very special episode, um, and they're like what? And I was like, and they're like, oh, you mean like <laughs> Saved by the Bell? when Jesse was taking speed to study. And I was yes. like, yeah, that's a very special episode. And I was like, Degrassi is just an entire series of very special episodes. Basically. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, iconic. Yeah. But let us know listeners. I think, I think they, I think they'd be into it. I think they'd dig it. Yeah. 
Um, well, here we go with the drama. Um, Snake is strutting into the school. He's giving, what is Snake giving with this biker look? He's giving Mr. What's the name for Boy Meets World? We just said it. Mr. Turner. Mr. Turner energy. He's giving, I don't know, any other hot guy in a in a motorcycle. You know, oh, I'm not um, really into guys in motorcycles, so I, I have a bad reference point of like motorcycle people. <laughs> I, like, I also don't have know. no idea. Yeah. I was like thinking, I was like, oh, he's giving um, Johnny from Dirty Dancing. But I was like, oh, he doesn't have a bike. He just has a car. And he just does Dirty Dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's, it's the biker aesthetic without the bike. Yeah. Um, But Mrs. H is, she's into bikers, obviously. Mm -hmm. And she's not afraid to tell us in this episode. Um, She's like, oh, you you look like (laughs) Peridina Pedimonita. She says some Italian name. (laughs) Yeah, she, like, she's she's drop she's name dropping uh, like, brands and, and people. I was like, who is that girl? <laughs> Very much so. Um, and you know, is trying to connect with him over bikes, but it's very obvious that Snake has no idea what she's talking about. Nope. Um, but she she kind of you know she's like, well, whatever it is, you need to move it. It's in the way, and. It's in this moment that I'm like, oh, Miss Miss H is like a guy's girl. Yeah. She's not a girl's girl. She's a yeah, she's a guy's girl. She is. She she's into she, cars, she's into bikes, she eats burgers and drinks beer. Yeah. And very very but and yet very conveniently has a very small waist. Uh-huh. And like like her tits are just like always like perky and up. Um blonde. Yeah. Raises an asshole. <laughs> I know. It's like all those things put together. It's like, you know, she's kind of a cook, she's kind of like a cutout at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to JT's job and Liberty shows up and is excited to see him. Um, and but JT is very stressed over the job hours and, you know, realizing he, adult adulthood is hitting him. He's like, damn, I'm going to have to work here for the rest of my life. What what's that audio where it's like they working me like a slave out here? Is that from a Kanye song? I don't know. It's something he would I say. <laughs> Every, everything is like I'm like I'm like hearing like a like an audio. I'm like, is that from like is that like an intro or outro from a Kanye song or something? I don't know. Um But uh JT's JT's suffering and this is when the pharmacist makes a comment, says he thinks that some oxys are missing, and does JT know anything about it? And uh, JT, being the uncool drug dealer that he is, <laughs> is very flustered and says he's too like, much. He's like, he's like oh, what? Huh? You think someone stole it? Oh, God, I hope not. Oh, huh. It's like, <laughs> no one mentioned stealing. Like, I mean, and, and obviously the, the pharmacist is clearly, like, suspicious of him. Also, his yeah. name is Mr. McKay. Is this Shane McKay's father? The, um, also, how okay. is that possible? Because he was, like, ancient. <laughs> so we <he> saw him. <laughs> Literally. Okay, so a couple things. Uh, I think it's part coincidence. But also, remember when... Um, Emma was looking for her for Shane, mm-hmm. and oh, 
no, sorry, I'm I'm like confusing. Remember, she assumed that he was a doctor because he was at a hospital. Or she got, or she, she was, think, she thought that there was they, a shade. They were, McKay they doctor. were at, they went to visit him one time at the hospital, but she was little, so she doesn't remember. She thought that he was a doctor, but actually he was oh, a patient. She's sort of misremembering right, right, right. who, who, what, who he was or what he was doing. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, interesting. Maybe it's definitely not Shane's parents because they're dead. It's just like with all of the names that um, they could choose for this person, McKay, when you have yeah, a character like choice. Shane, who's a big part of like the canon, I'm like, is that Shane's dad? No, because he's too old. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he was a yeah. death star in, in junior high. <laughs> I, I still remember you being like, what? And he, he, like, he can't stand, so he never sees. Literally, he's huffing and puffing. Truly. But not only does the pharmacist, but, you know, Dr. McKay, um, kind of clock JT's suspiciousness um, behavior, Liberty also is like, what the fuck is going on? And she starts asking about the money and the missing drugs. And JT admits that he did it, you know, because they need money for the apartment. And I'm like, he, he's terrible. He's a terrible lawbreaker because he just can't. He caves immediately. <laughs> like, imme- I'm like, JT, you were not uh, built for this, dude. Like, no. what are you doing? Um, And he, not only that, but he's na- so naive that he says, it's okay. Don't worry. I'll just buy the drugs back and I'll, rep- I'll put them back in the bottle. So the pharmacist stops asking questions. Also, there, which, okay, that was a stupid thing to say. But did you also catch she said that, is that why there was meds missing from the apartment? I'm like, did he steal stuff from the apartment too? Oh, I okay. No, I know that? it. No, I know what you're talking about because I also thought about it for a second and then I re-listened to it and I heard what she was saying. The The way the phrasing was weird. She's referring to the meds and how they contributed to paying the apartment, paying for the apartment. Oh, okay. But the, the way that the sentence was phrased was it made it seem like he was stealing I think I think she ends up saying for the apartment and but it sounds like from the apartment. Yeah, okay. Cause I was like, do they have yeah. Oxy at home? I was like, why do you have glasses of girl? <laughs> I know. Like, why do you have Oxy I'm like, where's, at home? Where's the like, backstory for that? Yeah, I'm like, I need to know why you guys have all this Oxy already. Well, he does live with his grandmother, so. It's like, why would you steal it when you got Oxy at home? Exactly. Well, JT wouldn't know to do that, so. Yeah. But yeah, he's, that's, but it's also like, a, it's, he's a child. It's kid logic. I was like, I'm just going to. Get the money and buy it back. I'm like, that's not how this works. So you get, he gave you an advance to get more drugs. You're not going to b- get anything back from him. He's like, also sold that shit. Like he's not, he's not. Uh, you don't just when you're a drug dealer, you don't just sit with the drugs. You 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 get that shit out, off your hands as fast as you can. Exactly. Like come on. Yeah, JT's like almost like annoyingly naive. Yeah. Um, we get to media immersion class. Toby is working on an article on the computer and he's having some trouble. And JT says he can help, but for a price. And this is when he um, talks about that he's, you know, he's strapped for money and he's he did a bad thing for the money for the apartment. And now it's all messed up. Um, 
Toby says, like, well, I can't really help you. All he, he's like, all I have is bonds. <laughs> like, I don't have I don't have anything good for you. So I can't be helping you. Twelve hundred dollars, like we're exactly. like sixteen. I don't have twelve hundred dollars just sitting around today to give you today. Exactly. And JT is pissed and then gets very aggressive with Toby and almost it almost looks like he's about to hit him. But stand up, Toby. Stand in your power. Mm-hmm. He was, <laughs> he's like, don't. He was, he was he's like, uh, he's like, JT, like, put me down. like, back up. Or like, he says, like, like back yeah. away or some shit. I was like, okay, yeah. Toby said, <gasps> he puffed that chest up. He said, JT, Man, with the chest, up. Toby. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> But also, like, why are they making JT act like he's the one on drugs? Like, he's acting, like, so aggressive. Like, he's made one drug deal. And he's, like... And then all of a sudden, now he's, like... Yeah, it's, like, he's... He he sold drugs once, but now it seems like he's, like, needs drugs because he's suddenly... Like, it seems like he's already taking them, and now he's, like, needs more because he's crazy. Like, I don't... It's giving weird energy. Like, he's, like, fiending or some shit. Yeah. Um... We get to Emma's house, we get a quick scene, and <laughs> at dinner, <laughs> Manny, Manny is mixing up the drama at dinner. She's like, so, Mr. Simpson, um, you know, you really made a statement with that bike today at school. <laughs> and I'm like, this man didn't even think to, like, slightly drop of, like, oh, I'm looking at bikes to spike, like... Manny's bold. She's gonna you, find out. You dropping secrets. I'm like, girl, you know you ain't got no place to live. You better stop. <laughs> You're a thin ice hun. I would have told her, I'm um, gonna call your mama. I'm gonna I'm call Joseph. You will see what's going on. Exactly. You want, you want to hear Joseph's opinion on this? <laughs> um, but yeah, Spike didn't know about the motorcycle. And she's pissed because her Manny and Emma both knew. The entire school knew, obviously. But she didn't. And she's like, with what money? Huh? Like, when were you going to tell me this? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, I would be pissed. I would have been pissed. pissed less about the money and more just like, we have a young child and you're doing something exactly. risky like riding a motorcycle. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. In, in Boy Meets World, I know what can happen. Okay. Exactly. Like, uh, the thing is, it's like, listen, I understand people love their bikes and shit and that's great, but... We have an infant. Like, you cannot be doing... As far as exactly. I'm concerned, that is being engaged in risky behavior. And, and not for everybody, but for me, if that were... If if Evan and I had a baby and all of a sudden he's like, I got a motorcycle, I'd be like, no, you didn't. Take it back. Take it back. <laughs> you sure didn't. No, you don't. <laughs> um, and so she's kind of, like, giving him kind of threatening look of, like, we'll talk about this later. Like, this mm-hmm. isn't over. Um, we are outside some, in some neighborhood, um, JT is walking in outside. In, like, broad and... daylight in the suburbs, by the way. All this shit happens. I'm like, you guys are stupid. Yes, very much so. Um, Jay and the, you know, Malibu must want to pull up. <laughs> and they're pissed about him not providing, right? They gave him the advance and he's not following through. The drug guy is really pissed. And I think at this point, JT um, is, like, trying to explain himself, but the guy just, like, hits him. You know, he's like, where's my drugs? You know, like. He's like, I want is... more drugs. It's very cartoonish. <laughs> because JT's also yeah. trying to, like, 
explaining is like, oh, I'll give you the money back, but I need the drugs back to give back to the pharmacy. It's like, he's like, are you fucking, like, is, everyone's like, are you stupid? No. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works, man. Yeah. He's like, don't worry, I can pay you back. <laughs> and then when the guy's like, give me my fucking drugs and punches him again, um, JT's like, well, I'll just go to the cops. You know, I'll just go to the cops and tell you. And he and the drug dealer's like, and tell him what? That you were stealing drugs from your job? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like oh, he got you. You win it. But also, like, yeah, JT, like, no, you can't go to the... Why do you think when we, when people get screwed over like from, like, drugs, they kill people? Because, like, there's no there's no cops. You don't get to go and, like, exactly. report your, your money was stolen when it was drug money. Like, no, you have to deal with it yourself. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, poor thing. He needs to watch some, um, like, I don't know, Locked Up or something. I mean, like, like come on, man. I, I love Canadian. how the two of us. That's The why. two of us are like street smart just because of our reality TV. Like, excavates. it taught me everything I need to know. All I all I know is, and guess what? You wouldn't see me doing some shit like that if I sold drugs. Mm-hmm. I would understand. Like, I'm not getting that money back. I'm not getting those mm-hmm. drugs back. So I just have to either, I just have to mm-hmm. follow through and then dip out. I'm not fucking giving you, you know, your supply where I lie. I'm like, oh, I lost my job. They fired exactly. me. I can't, I can't keep getting drugs. Then he like exactly. to break into the pharmacy and then, then it's a whole other thing. But still. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but JT definitely realizes that he's in over his head. Mm-hmm. We get to the pharmacy and JT is, he looks like he's like tweaking or something. Like JT is <laughs> unwell. It's like um, it's like... Yeah. Uh, and a kid comes into the pharmacy. It looks like the pharmacy is like in a shopping mall. Yeah, um, it's in the, it's in the mall. We've, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the one in the mall. Um, and a kid comes in and then like just like <laughs> literally within a second just like takes something and then runs off. And uh, the pharmacist. I think it's probably like condoms or gum, one or the other. And the pharmacist is like, JT, he runs after him. He's like, call the police. And I'm like, why do I got to call the police on the one brown boy that comes in? He's got huh? some gum. Cut it out, Mr. McKay. Exactly. Um, but JT's like, all right, boss. And then sneaks into the closet <laughs> to steal more <laughs> oxys. Uh, and when the boss comes back, he sees that the pharmacy door is open, which was not open when he left. And is then even more suspicious of JT again. But also, he's well like, why is the pharmacy door unlocked like that? I'm like, you're asking. Like, you're also, Mr. McKay, you're I, stupid too. Like, I think we're pointing the finger at the wrong person here. Who's the adult in this situation, you know? I think Mr. K <laughs> like, is the one to blame. Stand by that. Exactly. Um, we get to see Miss Spike in Snake. And she's you know, obviously very upset and she's concerned that this is a midlife crisis and snake being the dumb person that he is, is like, you know, I just, I just don't want my life to be so predictable. You know, like life shouldn't just, just be about the routine. And it's like, bitch, you got a kid at home. You signed up for this. Unfortunately, your life is fully a routine. (laughs) Exactly. Like, uh, um, we get to school and Liberty is concerned about JT and, and this is when JT admits that the drug dealer is coming for him. Um, and this <laughs> Liberty's like, oh no, 
more. Not only do I have a baby on the way, but now JT is is getting involved with the wrong crowd. I never yeah. thought this would be a problem for me. I really, I'm, I'm fully a statistic right now. I can't stand this shit. <laughs> She's like, I was trying so hard to to like, you know, what who who can I date that will be the safest choice possible? JT. That, that what what bad could happen? I, and this is and this is after she did Towers with a Z. Uh huh. Towers mm-hmm. ain't do this shit. Towers ain't pull this shit. Exactly, because he's smart. He's smart. <sighs> um. So Liberty's talking about how you know he isn't grown up. He isn't mature in that he's changed. You know he's a drug dealer now, and she's like very disappointed and very upset, and. Yeah kind of, you know, choose JT out. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happens when someone's down and feeling low? They head to the ravine. Ah, uh-huh. um, ravine. <laughs> I know her well. Where <laughs> dreams come to die. Um, JT Boulevard of Broken Ravines. Literally, literally. Oh, we need a parody. Boulevard yeah. of Broken Ravine. Um, JT brings the pills, uh, you know, and he ends up throwing them, uh, kind of at the drug dealer guy who we never get his name, unfortunately. Um, I like Malibu Most Wanted. That's funny. (laughs) Malibu Most Wanted. Um, and the drug guy, like, I mean, I'd be pissed too if someone came and threw a bunch of oxys at me and then half of them on the ground. Yeah, it is rude. Um, and so the drug guy comes after uh, JT, but uh, JT or Jay breaks them up and he ends up consoling him um, to try and calm him down. Um, and this is when JT reveals about the baby and Liberty. And Jay's like, ah, shit. So <laughs> I feel like Jay was just like buzzing. He's like, ah, yes, another one bites the dust. Another one's here. You know, someone's, someone else has stooped to my level of shame in life. Well, this, this is, is good for me. Also, this scene, we get the iconic line from Jay. After Jay tells him everything about how he lost, lost my girl, I lost my baby, I lost my family. He goes, hey, bummer times. At least there's a party. <laughs> <laughs> Which made oh, me Jay. cackle. He said, bummer times. <laughs> Listen. Listen, did I incite a school shooting? Yes. Yes, I did. I've I've been at the bottom. I've been kicked out of school. But hey, there's a party. This is a party. <laughs> Learn it from me, kid. I mean, <sighs> not wrong. JT, I mean, because uh, uh, despite everything Jay's been through, Jay's still kicking. Jay's bit has has done it all. He's like, I'm vibing, exactly. yo. Like, y'all out here crying and shit. Like, I be out here on the ravine. Um, I'm doing pills and potions. Like, ah, like we obviously have a good time. <laughs> I mean, listen, he's the person that's like, if, if Jay could be fine, like if Jay's not dead, then I can, I can probably party a little bit, you know? You don't think Yeah, honestly, I'm like, you know what? I think I'll be fine. Like, yeah, maybe I could, I could, I could dibble dabble. Jay's, Jay's doing yeah. great. Um... So this is when JT, we realize that JT still has a handful of oxys on him. And so he looks down at them 
contemplates his circumstances and then takes one and i'm like okay that's not great now knowing what i know after dope sick i'm like that's not good don't even try it with one and then he takes an entire handful of oxys and i'm like what the fuck yeah um and i it was ambiguous to me until the end i was like was this a suicide attempt or was this someone who is just like fuck it um it's gonna have like I'm like also like the amount he took I feel like should have I mean he did get his stomach pumped but it was like I feel like it should have killed you like that was I don't know well I don't know how many milligrams it was per pill but it was like he took a lot the, and you never taken a drug like that before like that's yeah. like a lot like the, you're not gonna be having yeah, a fun time <laughs> is what I'm saying the thing is about this episode knowing you know as I'm basically a scientist when it comes to oxycontin now oh um, naturally. Uh, yeah, he should have died. He wouldn't have been up and about at the party really at all after taking that many oxys. Um, and like, yeah, he would have like, like severely overdosed quite quickly. I feel like, um, and I wish that they would have, I don't know, this episode, I feel like they, they, obviously, they were kind of, like, hopping in and out of this topic for JT and the storyline. But I wish they would have been, like, someone would have been, like, do you know how dangerous oxys are? Like, you could have died. Like, like, uh, like you took so much. Like, that could have, like, utterly destroyed you forever. Yeah, I, I wish, wish it was, I mean, which, like, I guess it's implied because he does get his stomach pumped. And it's, like, it's confirmed that it was a suicide attempt. But, like. I guess this is a weird. I don't know. I'm. I'm. An, I'm not. I'm no expert on this topic, but I think it's just was a, a deviation. I think from Degrassi's norm, considering. I mean, they haven't always been great with suicide, but when you know they had this other suicide episode with Claude, and then, mm-hmm. um, and then. Um, with this episode, and there's also another one in the future. I won't spoil, but mm-hmm. it's a pretty major one where I think if they do an excellent job with with covering the topic, I feel like they did a better job of kind of like setting the stage for how someone gets there. JT's yeah. felt very like rash, and I I don't know if there aren't people who have attempted suicide in this way, but it just felt very like whoa, like what's going like you know it's mm-hmm. obviously he's under a lot of stress but it just felt very like out of left field honestly yeah that was like oh shit and like and then very quickly wrapped up mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like okay <laughs> like, I don't know, yeah like, it feels it feels a little bit careless and i'm like mm, yeah. we could have we could have taken a little bit of care it was already topic. shocking enough you didn't i don't know if you had to throw in like it was suicide attempt too it was like yeah no we already have a character who for the most part has been very positive has not really had that that much bad happen to him he's in a very desperate situation he turns to dealing drugs out of desperation um he then uses drugs um i think it would have been an interesting foray into like an addiction story than like a and then he tried to kill himself in the last five minutes of the episode then we and he's but he didn't though and then everything's fine yeah yeah it's weird. And it, yeah yeah, I guess we we can wrap up this episode. So we get a quick scene. Miss, this is H is talking to Snake, 
um, about why he's still at work and, you know, like, why, why won't you be, you know, soaking up the sun on the bike this, t- you know, today? And she's still making conversation about mm-hmm. the bike and they're kind of vibing, like having a little back and forth, like they're having a connection. And then this is what I'm like, oh, she's a, she's a guy's girl. Cause she's talking about, oh, you know, my wild past about, you know, my, back in my bike days, kind of enticing snake. Not, not that she's the reason he's behaving this way, but, um, but she ends up asking him for a ride on his bike and maybe then some. Yeah. I was like, oh shit is happening. Yeah. Um, we get back to the ravine. JT is stumbling around, obviously not in his right mind. And this is the scene where, uh, Everyone's kind of watching him kind of like stumble around. And so they end up throwing him a beer. And when he opens it, it fizzes. And this is when he pours the beer all over himself and then passes out. Like he collapses to the ground. Mm -hmm. Um, And Jay Jay is concerned. Um, I I like seeing that. I like seeing Jay. He's learned from that that house party at Sean's. (laughs) <laughs> when people pass out at a party, it could be bad. Oh, with the Montreal boys? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what would I tell um, the Montreal boys? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the next day, uh, Joby and Snake, uh, Sna- uh, Snake comes by saying, like, oh, I need you to put me in contact with your friend who gave me the bike. So Joey assumes that he's going to be giving the bike back. And then, nope. Snake is buying it. He brings a check. He's like, this is what I need. This is, you know, I I need this in my life. And I'm like, damn, you didn't even, you didn't even talk to Spike, did you? Nope. You didn't consult her. Or they did. The he did talk to her and she's like, and this is my choice. Did it anyway. This is my decision. Mm-hmm. Men. <sighs> um... So we get our wrap-up scene at the hospital. Everyone's parents are there, which I was kind of surprised. This scene didn't make any sense. I'm like, why are the parents, like, willing? So we get the scene. Uh, everyone's parents are there. Liberty's dad says that he talked to... Okay. He said, I'm going to... I talked to Mr. McKay, which is the pharmacist. Mm-hmm. I assumed he was talking about the apartment guy. No, Mr. McKay is the pharmacist, yeah. Oh, okay, this makes more sense, because I thought the dad was like, I talked to your landlord, and we're going to help you out. And I'm like, help you out? JT's in the hospital. They don't need to be moving it together. So this makes more sense. Okay, so he's going to help out with the situation at the pharmacy, which I assume he's now fired from, but I guess... Since he's a lawyer, they're not going to seek legal action is what I'm assuming. Yeah, my understanding was that it, I guess it's like, okay, um, they realize that, you know, there is this, um, I guess they realize like this shit was very desper- desperate and like really bad. So I guess he was yeah. like, well you know, we'll step in and try to help, especially since, like, there's this baby, too. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, uh, yeah. Um, 
So Liberty goes in to see JT, who's laying in the hospital bed, and he's describing what's happened, right? So, like, he got his stomach pumped, he's he's getting counseling, and he's on suicide watch at the hospital. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is a serious matter, okay? Yeah. Um, and this is when Liberty asks if he tried to kill himself, which... JT doesn't answer. He just starts crying. Um, and I'm like, I, I this scene was very shocking because it's like, oh, that's what it was? Like, what? <laughs> like, it was just it was just kind of jarring. I don't know. Right. It just felt, especially because the line before he took the pills was Jay saying, bummer time. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, At least the party. So when I first watched it, it's like, oh, I guess he wanted to get high. Like, he wanted to, like, forget about his problems to get high and just stupidly took a bunch of pills. And it was accidental. And for it to be, like, him to start crying, I'm like, so he tried to kill himself? Like, it just felt very, like, oh, like. Yeah. Yeah. was it? Yeah, it just was like, oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting Um, choice, I guess. Yeah. Um, And Liberty's also crying, and she's, like, wondering why he would leave them. Um, you know why he would why he why he would do that and then leave them, referring yeah. to like herself and the baby. Yeah, and you know, which is really JT's. Sad. It is really sad. Um, JT's talking about like you know like I, I'm so sorry. Like he's kind of like I made a mistake, and this is when Liberty announces that she's realizing that they're just not ready for this and she's going to talk to the adoption agency um cuz <laughs> this is a, the the past the past week has not been they told the parents the parents were like what the fuck y'all ain't ready they barely got an apartment the only reason they got an apartment was cuz he was selling drugs yeah so they went in like, one week they went from like we don't know what to do which to let's get back together and move in to i'm going to sell drugs to i'm going to try to buy the drugs back to Oh shit! I'm gonna kill myself. It, just, it was a lot in a week, is what I'm saying. Very much. It was so. a lot. Yeah. Um, but it's you know it's it's a good. I don't know. It's right because wait, uh, what's what's the counselor's name at the school, Miss Miss Sove. Miss Sove, right? Adoption or abortions out of the picture, um, and so the you know I think that. I liked that their, because this, they the kind of pregnancy storyline with the two of them is, I don't know, it's kind of out of like right, it just happens in season five, um, but I like that their adoption versus abortion versus I guess keeping the baby and raising it, um, is not like a kind of moral issue. It's more of just like a circumstance of like okay, you waited too long to, like, try and figure out what you're going to do, and then this Mm -hmm. is, right now, these are your only options. Like, it's not so much, you didn't come to the terms of, like, adoption because you couldn't bear to abort your baby. Like, it wasn't so much that, and I liked that they did that with Liberty. And then also with them, with her, I mean, making the smart choice that, like, we are not ready for this, especially since, like you said, over the course of the week, our lives kind of came into shambles. It's like... You know, she made, I think, what is the responsible and selfless decision to 
gave her baby up for adoption. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the episode, the end of part two. That was the episode. Um, Song choice. What what you got for us? Um, So I chose... I, I chose the song Feel Good Inc. by the Gorillas or by Gorillas. Cause I feel like well JT Wright was trying to set himself up and self and set things up for, you know, his his family and the people responsible he's responsible to, um, in a good situation and for them to feel good. But then he ended up wanting to just feel good because he was stressed. Or and then eventually attempt suicide it's a little bit a little bit blurry there at the end but um yeah i just feel like many people this episode are just trying to feel good and you know some in some ways problematic yeah um i went with um i picked a song because it was i was i wanted something kind of dark because all of this is very dark (laughs) themes in this one um and this was from a period of my life where i was starting to discover like more like indie sort of like pop and rock and there's a song by emily haynes and the soft skeleton emily haynes is the lead singer of metric which i think we have on our list so far um but she has a song called dr blind and it's about pills basically (laughs) and it's about um you know the ups and downs of you know taking a pill taking a doll to keep you up and a doll to put you to sleep um, so, um, I chose, I chose that one cause I was like, all of, all the pill talk had me thinking about it. Um, yeah. but that was our episode. If you want to, um, catch up with our playlist, they're on, um, Apple music and Spotify, um, in the description of the podcast, um, next week, uh, oh, <laughs> I know I have it somewhere. Just a second. I totally, I have so many tabs open. Mm-hmm. Like a fucking. Organized person. <laughs> I mean, like a disorganized person. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, we have Tell It To My Heart and Redemption Song. And Tell It To My Heart, while helping his new friend, t- friend Tim, Marco faces his own reality and contemplates coming out to his father. He has a Marco episode. Meanwhile, Emma likes the attention Peter gives her, even though she knows it would hurt Manny. And in part, and in the next episode, Redemption Song, the one-year anniversary of the school shooting opens up old wounds for everyone involved. Spinner goes with Darcy to the Friendship Club's annual retreat where he has to deal with his demons. Jimmy has to choose what direction he wants to take when it comes to Hazel and Ellie. So these are, these are two pretty solid episodes I'm excited to cover. I agree. Yeah. We got a good double whammy. Mm hmm. But um, be sure to check in next week with our new episodes. Uh, uh, hop in to our DMs and let us know what you think about this very special episode bonus thing we've got. Since we already got some things going, we could mm-hmm. get those out to you very quickly. Um, but thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you later, broomheads. Bye, broomheads.